It's the Mike Schickman Show. News Talk 550 and 92.1 WSVA. The Mike Schickman Show on this Thursday. I am very, very pleased to have as our next guest, Mr. Daniel Miller. Uh, Daniel Miller is an interesting fellow. Daniel Miller is going to talk to us about something called Texit. Now, if you don't know what Texit is, don't feel bad. Because uh, at one time, there were a lot of people who had no idea what Brexit was. Daniel Miller, welcome to the Mike Schickman Show. It's great to have you. Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me on. No, it, it's our honor to have you because uh, I'd hate... On a personal level, as I was telling you uh, off air, to see Texas leave the union, because heck, it's one of the few places in the union that's still worth a darn. Well, I, I have to say, on behalf of our people, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate that sentiment. Well, uh, you know, like I'll, I'll tell you, uh, you know, it's one of the reasons that that I wrote the book, uh, Texas. You know, for for 20 years now, uh, I've been out pursuing this idea of, of Texas being a, a standalone, self-governing nation. And you know, there's this, there's I think this strange misconception in the minds of people that if Texas is outside of the union, suddenly it's as though it had been erased off the map. That people can't, wouldn't be able to move here, wouldn't be able to live here, wouldn't be able to visit here. Uh, that we would trade no goods or services, that we would no longer be friends. And and, and I look at it and uh, I say, you know, that's just not the reality. Uh, you know, the United States, there are many countries around the world that are not a part of the United States, the political and economic union, uh, but still enjoy great relationships. I mean, people travel to these countries all the time. So uh, they, they move from there, they, they work, they trade. So, you know, it's it's not it's not saying that we're going to disappear off the face of the earth and never will we have anything to do with one another. Really and truly, uh, and what I really get down to in the Texas book is, is talking about that in, in practicality, that it really is about saying, look, we believe as Texans that we should govern ourselves and we shouldn't be governed. You know, we shouldn't be subjected to this 180,000 pages of federal laws, rules, and regulations administered by 440 separate agencies and two and a half million elected bureaucrats. If other states want to do that, that's fine. But here in Texas, we feel that the best people to govern Texas are Texans. Daniel Miller, president of the Texas Nationalist Movement, has been an outspoken advocate for Texas Independent uh, since 1996. Uh, he authored Line in the Sand back in 2011, which addresses the roots of Texas nationalism and practical implications of national self-identity for Texans. And uh, that has become quite popular to those who are thinking about it. His latest book, Texit, Why and How Texas Will Leave the Union. You know, if uh, you were to talk about Calix, Calixit, I'd be voting in favor because I hear that. I hear that often. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Uh, my newsman even suggested New York exit. You know, I'm well, not. And that's that's valid. Yeah. I mean, look, New York has actually pursued. Uh, there have been places in New York that have pursued 
either becoming a, a separate state within the union or leaving the union. So, uh, you know, that, that wouldn't be unusual to have that conversation. Well, now uh, I'm, I'm betraying my age, but uh, when I was a youngster, uh, there was a campaign by uh, the late writer Jimmy Breslin and uh, the great father of modern conservative thought, uh, uh, the gentleman who uh, used to do firing line, uh, Mr. Uh, William F. Buckley. And they ran their campaign on New York, the 51st state. Uh, now, I think, uh, you know, we may have to go all the way back to Italy and city states and say, Chicago, you're totally different from the rest of Illinois. L.A., you're different from anything in the country. San Francisco, you really belong in Canada or the Soviet Union or Russia, whatever. Uh, Texas, though, uh, has a different feeling, I think, for most Americans. Don't you think? Well, I mean, I think it does for, for people around the world. Uh, you know, there is a, there is a, a certain mystique that has developed. Uh, around Texas, um, some of it, some of it is well deserved, and and some of it is just, you know, uh, especially that the left loves to throw uh, pejorative terms at us and, and slur us all the time because we're an independent lot. But you know, the the fact of the matter is, and, and I don't want to breeze past what you were just talking about because I think it's important. You know, one of the again, one of the fundamental misconceptions that people have is that. You know, because we've had 50 states since, uh, you know, since we got the last one in, uh, that it will forever be this way, that somehow the United States is, is immutable. And what we have seen is that that's just not the reality around the world. Uh, as the population has grown, as this idea that, uh, you know, you, you've got all of these, these varying political philosophies that have, have really been at loggerheads. I mean, they've been smashing into each other. Uh, you know, the, this, this conversation is going to happen more and more in the United States and in states within the United States, and it should. Uh, you know, the, the idea that uh, this is an unusual thing is not an idea that's shared around the world. Uh, at the end of World War II, you had 54 recognized countries uh, on the globe. And by the end of the 20th century, you had 192. This idea of, of the assertion of self-government and self-determination is really and truly a global trend. And, and I really I, I dig off into a lot of how that fuels the Texas movement in the book. How serious, Daniel, is the uh, buildup? of uh, people who think Texas is possible or probable, inevitable, or, yeah, it's a nice thought, but? Yeah, and I'll tell you, uh, you have to really look at it from two, from two angles. First, you have to look at where popular sentiment is on the issue. And good thing for us, uh, the media on the left love to come down here in Texas and measure that. Uh, back in 2009, uh, you had a poll that was conducted by Research 2000 where they showed that 50% of Republicans, about 45% of independents, and 15% and, uh, of Democrats believe that Texas would be better off as an independent nation. 
Then you fast forward to 2014, just to show you the trajectory that this has grown. Uh, suddenly now, uh, on a question of not whether Texas would be better off, but whether Texas should leave the union, uh, you're at over a majority of Republicans at 54%. You're right at a majority of independent voters and well over a third of Democrats. And for anyone who studies Texas politics, uh, I think it's pretty clear what the makeup of the state is. So that that heavy skew on Republican and independent is not insubstantial. So you've got this swell of public sentiment. So the next thing that you really want to look at is, uh, is this being talked about? Is it being discussed in mainstream politics down here in Texas? And uh, you go back a couple of sessions in the legislature with HCR 77, uh, where uh, a referendum was almost passed, but they stripped the referendum language out. Uh, you look at the last two sessions where independence referendum bills have been very close to being introduced. And then you look just back at 2016, uh, the largest political convention in the world is the Republican Party convention, the state convention here in Texas with all, over 9,000 delegates. And, uh, you know, we witnessed a 45-minute debate on the floor about having a vote on Texas independence. So, you know, not only are we seeing the swell of public sentiment, we're beginning to see the outcroppings of it uh, in the political mainstream. And, and, you know, this is the trajectory. If you go look at, at the Brexit movement, if you want to look at, at how, uh, how that came to fruition and how they got a referendum, uh, it, it, what's happening here in Texas tracks very closely to what happened in the UK. Sadly, uh, I'm kind of old to think of moving, but if you guys leave, I'll have to go with you. Well, and I won't be I, alone. I, I, I won't be alone because you guys, uh, you guys are one of the few states that gets it, understands it, and knows how to prevent it. Well, th- this is this is why. Because Texans have a resistance. We've had a resistance to overbearing governments since we gained our independence from Mexico in 1836. You know, it was Sam Houston that said that uh, the government that governs best governs least. And so that translates, and this independent spirit translates into political and economic policies that are not always right, but they are well, they are way more right than wrong. And, uh, and so what we see here is we see a Texas that has grown to the ninth or tenth largest economy in the world. Uh, you know, we are even despite, in spite of this federal overregulation, uh, we have a, a booming economy. We boomed during uh, the recession when everyone else was suffering. Uh, our, our people are, are generally happy. There's, there's plenty of jobs. We trade around the world. Uh, so, you know, you see these policies played out in a very practical manner. You know, we have everything that we need to not only survive as an independent nation, but to be a powerhouse on a global stage, except for one thing, and that's our independence. You got me convinced, Daniel. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to defend the Alamo for you. Uh, Daniel Miller, the name of his book is Texas, Why and How Texas Will Leave the Union. Where is it available? It's available. Uh, it's uh, you can pre-order now at Amazon and Barnes and Noble, all major uh, retail book retailers. Uh, the official date for uh, the drop date is April twenty-first, uh, which is a holiday down here in Texas. It's the anniversary of the day that we won our independence from Mexico. So uh, be looking for it everywhere. You know, California still isn't independent of Mexico, but that's a totally different story. Uh, Daniel, you also and how about your first book? Is it still in print? 
Uh, actually, yeah, uh, in May, we're going to be re-releasing a new and expanded version of Line in the Sand. It, it really deals less with the practical, more about the philosophical underpinnings of, of why it is that, that Texans feel so dead-gummed independent. Daniel Miller, a real joy. When you release the uh, old book again, holler at me. We'll have you back on and talk about it. Sounds great, Mike. Thank you so much. A real pleasure. Daniel Miller joining us today on WSVA.